Today's show is being brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant, Tawana Coleman. Our health and longevity of life is so vital, and we must remember that our bodies do not come with the warranty. So whatever you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. Be mindful of what you put in, around, and on your body. If you want to know more about living a lifestyle that decreases stress, aids weight loss, gives your skin glow, gives you energy, saves time, and good for your whole family, you can find me on Facebook at Tawana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Tawana Coleman. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'll discuss some serious matters that should be of concern to the American people and also how our mindsets and energy shape our reality. Thank you so much for joining me back here at Talking with Twana. I'm your host, Twana Coleman. So I hope you're having a great day so far. So let's go ahead and jump in. Got a lot to talk about here. So as I mentioned on yesterday, we're going to be talking about abundance. We're going to be talking about manifestation a little bit. We're going to be talking about abundant life and just how you think about things and how you process things, right? So what we think about is what manifests in our world, in our lives, in our day-to-day activities, right? It just, these things, they come about, right? So that thing, uh, that saying, if you will, where people say, these things happen, these things just happen, you know, we have no control over this and no control over that, you know, in some cases, I beg to differ, Yes, you do have control over what takes place and what happens to a certain extent because we have to still give all praises to the Most High and what His will is for our lives. But what we speak and what we think plays a very, very big role and big part in what it is that is happening to us, right? That is happening in our lives and in our finances, um, finances in our um, relationships and our marriages, and you know, so many different factors in your uh, relationships with your children, with your um, mother, with your different, you know, family members. All of these things take place because of thoughts that are continuously being thought. And words that are continuously being spoken, right? So um, I also want to touch a little bit on what we listen to. I know this is hard. (laughs) I know this is tough. This is tough, a tough thing for some people. But you have to realize that what you listen to is what you're feeding your spirit. It's what you're feeding your mind. It's what you're feeding your energy. It's what you're feeding your mindset. So if you're listening to things that, for one, that is not of God and that is, you know, aggressive, it's raunchy, it's, you know, 
raw and it's all in your face and all those different types of things, right? And, you know, question the lyrics of things that you're listening to because these things, they are going directly into your subconscious, right? So you can't say that it's just music. Oh, it's just music. It, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't do anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> we are like plants, right? We're like a garden. So what you put in, what you sow is what you're going to reap right so our mind is is a big garden it's a huge garden so if we're putting the wrong things in our minds guess what over time this is what is going to come out this is what is going to flourish and it's going to just totally expand out into your actions into how you behave how you speak how you respond right how you do different things because our mind is like a sponge and you know believe it or not the way we think the way we process information how we treat people to a certain extent has been formulated by what we've seen movies television shows music youtube right all these different factors when you have when you're talking to other people and they're telling you things and they say this and they say that, you know, that sticks with you, too. It may come out later. You may not even think about, you know, what they said at this time. But later on, you'll be like, so and so told me. I remember so and so said this. And guess what? You turn around and do that in a similar situation in your life. It may be sort of good advice. It may be bad advice. But our actions are shaped and formed, whether we like it or not, by so many different facets. So, yes, we have to be very intentful of what we are listening to. Okay, what you're putting into your system and not only what you are allowing into your system from outside sources, such as, again, television, movies, radio, um, what you call it, YouTube, what's in all the different little other platforms where you can um, live stream music or uh, download music and all these different types of things. Right. So these are things that are continuously going into our subconscious. And you don't know the artist. You were not in the studio with the artist. You don't know the intent of the artist when they recorded the song, right? Because their main purpose is to what? Get paid. <laughs> get paid, get money, right? Be famous, be here, be there, be there. They're not concerned about your mindset they're not concerned about your mental mind space or your mental capacity and how this music may affect you and you know all these different types of things so um when i think about it um the musical artist what is his name um oh goodness 
See, I wasn't even intending on talking about that, but it popped up into my head and I cannot help but want to share it. Uh, is it Jimi Hendrix? I think it's, um, I think it's Jimi Hendrix. Let me see here. So it's Jimi Hendrix. That's, that's who it was. Okay. I was correct. Now let me tell you a quote from Jimi Hendrix. Jimi said, you can hypnotize people with music. And when you get them at their weakest point, you can preach into their subconscious, whatever you want to say. Come on now. Come on now. So I, I, I don't know how many out there listening, if you know who Jimi Hendrix is, I'm sure many of you do, but let me repeat this just in case it kind of flew over a little bit. <laughs> All right. So let me just kind of catch it a little bit. You can hypnotize people with music. And when you get them at their weakest point, you can preach into their subconscious, whatever you want to say. Hello, touchdown. Come on. That's just what I just said, right? That is exactly what I just said. You do not know the intent of the artist. You don't know what these people do. You don't know what they do behind the scenes. You don't know if they do uh, some type of ritual or some type of magic or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? That that's what they do. Oh, now it sounds good to to us on the on the outside. You know, the beat sounds good. The 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 music is flowing. It's great. It's all that you're jamming to the lyrics. You're singing every every single word and stuff like that. But you don't know what's being played into your head subconsciously, right? And you can act these things out in your life and don't even realize it. That's just, that just is what it is, right? You have teenagers that are attitude moody, agitated over every little thing and the craziest music they're listening to. Guess what? That manifests out in their lives. They act out what they're listening to. They're doing these things. Drives the parents crazy. But all that stuff that they're listening to is soaking right in and that's exactly what they're acting out as adults jimmy hendrick just laid it right out here on the line to you said hey when you hypnotize people enough with music and you lower their vibration in so many words you get them to their weakest point hey you can preach anything that you want to into their subconscious you cannot stop Right. You cannot stop. Magnetic waves, you cannot stop energy flow and you cannot stop. A demonic influence into your subconscious if you not if you are not actively doing your best to block it. That's why intent is so critical. That's why intent is so crucial. That's why it is so crucial that we are mindful of what it is that we are consuming mentally, emotionally, you know, uh, spiritually, physically. We have to be so mindful of these different factors and components. If you have toxic friends, 
guess what? You need to start phasing away, you know, if, and I'm saying if they are toxic, if you know they are toxic, if they are shady with you, if they're never happy for you, if they always have something negative to say about you and your aspirations or whatever it is that you're trying to do, if you're trying to elevate and they're like, oh no, girl, uh-uh, girl, that's bougie stuff. Uh-uh. You know, if, if, if you're getting that, or it, and, and that's just an example. If you're getting, you know, behaviors and responses like that, it is time to move on. You have to be able to get to the point to where you can start closing doors and setting boundaries, right? Setting boundaries because that is what is so critical and so crucial to you developing further in an abundant life, right? You want to be able to live an abundant life. And I'm not just speaking financially. I'm not just speaking money in your pocket and stuff like that. Yes, yes. Everyone wants to live a nice life. Everyone wants to live a comfortable life where you're not struggling. You're not robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're not trying to figure out which bill is going to get paid this month and which bill is not going to get paid this month. You're not trying to figure out who can you call to borrow money. You are wanting to be okay. You wanted to be able to pay your bills, have leftover money. You want to be able to take trips if you want to. I mean, but I don't know right now because things in the world is kind of, you know, kind of janky <laughs> and traveling is about to get a little bit more crazy and stuff like that. But still at the same time, you want that peace of mind and that security to be able to live the life that you choose, right? But you also, when it comes to abundance, you want to be able to live abundantly free of so much drama, so much frustration, so much chaos, so much irritation. You don't want that. You want to do the best that you can to not have that. And I mean, we're human. Life is going to happen. You cannot stop these things from happening, but you can minimize how often it's happening. Right. That is so critical and so crucial. So def definitely keep that in mind. Keep all these little tips and pointers in mind um, when we are thinking every single day. You know, I I'd highly encourage you to take a journal, take a notebook. OK. And jot down how many negative thoughts you think a day. OK. How many negative thoughts you think in an hour? How many negative thoughts you think in 30 minutes? How many negative thoughts you think in 15 minutes, right? Whichever one is easiest for you, you know? Keep your little notepad handy, whether it's a notepad or your phone and your note section, whatever it is, but think of how quickly and how easily a negative thought will pop into your head. You're like, oh, I think I really would like to, to go to school. And just as sure as you, you know, kind of get that little bit of boost, that little bit of excitement of, I think I'm going to entertain that. I may go ahead and do that, but about 60 seconds later, here comes the, the mental negative Nancy 
in the back of your head, like, uh uh-uh, girl, no. Uh-uh, dude, no, uh-uh. This is going to cost you about $75,000. This is going to be $45,000. You can do something else with that money. You don't have to do this. Uh-uh. It's too much. The, the field is oversaturated. Nobody is getting jobs. It's all these different types of things. You got too much on your plate. You got to work. Uh-uh. You be tired when you get off. You got these kids. Whatever the case is, our mind will do that. So you get frustrated and you you start to thinking and you're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. And then if you talk to somebody about it and they come back to you later and ask you about it and inquire and say, hey, so what's going on with that? I know you remember the last time I talked to you, you told me that you were going to do A, B, C, D, E. Well, you know. You know, I thought about it and I don't I don't know because, you know, I got this and I got that and you know, blah 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 blah, right? We've all heard that. How many times have you heard somebody say that? No, how many times have you said that? <laughs> it happens. It 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 absolutely happens. We will talk ourselves out of any and everything. Any and everything, right? So let's stop doing that. Let's take out all restricting or restrictive words. Let's take out all restrictive thoughts. You know, is that possible? Yeah, you know, it's going to be a little tough. You're human. (laughs) But you do the best that you can not to think negative thoughts. For example, the word try. Oh my gosh. No, take it out. Oh, we've been using it for so many years and it just comes out. When I make a mental um, note or mental intent and emotional intent to say, I am not going to say the word try. And when I do that, guess what? I say try like 30,000 times. <laughs> Every time I'm talking and I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to try. And I go, oh, and I tap my own hand. You can do whatever works for you. You can tap your hand. You can put a rubber band around your wrist and pop it. Every time you say the word try, you can get a money jar and put however much you want in there. These are just some of the things that you can do to break that up. You know what I'm saying? To to say, I'm going to stop saying that word. When you think about it, That word is condescending. That word is just so heavy. It's so weighted. It's it's an escape goat, right? It's a blanket. Oh, I'm going to try. Well, I'm trying. But are you really? What are you doing? What have you done? What steps are you taking? When you say I'm trying... How often are you trying? How many times today did you try? How many times did you try yesterday? How about this whole week? What have you done when you say I'm trying? That word is a blanket that people will just get up under. And be like, this is, you know, I'm I'm trying. And I I have to catch myself too. Especially when you've been saying it for so long. And... Nine times out of 10 or 
you know, seven times out of eight, when you're talking to somebody and your response is, well, I'm trying, they're going to say what? Okay. Okay. I mean, well, at least you're trying. You know, that's a good thing that you're trying. Not everyone is going to grill you or question you about it. Right. So you kind of get out of that. You you got your get out of jail free card on explaining it to somebody. So take trying out of your vocabulary. Take it out of intentionally saying it. You're probably going to, you know, unintentionally say it, but intentionally stop. Just stop. Because once you say, I'm trying, take a conscious note and act, or, you know, active steps to see how are you really trying? Exactly what are you doing every single day? What time did you do it? How long did you do the actions? What did you do? Don't just go under the guise of, I'm trying. So I hope that makes sense and I hope you, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Just don't fall under that word. Switch it out with I'm doing. I am making it happen. I am going for my goals. I am starting this business. I am going back to school. I am doing the seven critical business steps needed to get to the next level. Not I'm trying. Trying is limited. Trying already comes off of the, um, you know, bed there of I'm trying, but I got obstacles. I got so many barriers. I got all these different types of things that's preventing me, that's hindering me. No, don't have that mindset. Throw, nope, just don't do it. Block all of that, right? So we're talking about living an abundant life. Or working towards having an abundant life, right? So many different ways of what abundance means to the next person. So an abundant life may be different for me than it may be for you. But it's nonetheless valid for neither of us. But we both know that we want to have an abundant life. So we need to follow some steps. We need to do a few, a few things to make it happen. Okay? So... Keep an abundance mentality all the time. What you think is what you are sowing. That's what you are planting. And when you think it over and over and over again, that's what happens. So example, if you are thinking about, uh, let's see, let's see. Um, you're thinking about your bad relationship. Oh, it's just, it's just this. Oh, Oh, he's not doing this or she's this and all those different. And, and that is what you're thinking all the time. Then guess what? Those negative situations, those irritating situations, those awkward encounters between each other, that's going to continue to happen. What we think, how we think, how we're feeling when we think it is what is actually unfolding into the physical realm. So we have to keep that in mind. So going back to the 
abundant life. Like I said, abundant life may be different for me than it may be for you. It doesn't make it any less for either of us. But the point is, is that we both have to do the same thing or we all have to do the same thing as far as our mentality. Okay, so an abundance mentality says that there is enough for everyone. So someone else's gain is not your loss. You may get to your abundant, happy place quicker than me. But it's not my loss. I should celebrate you and I should be happy for where you are, for where you where you have gotten to. And vice versa, same thing, right? So it's going to get to that point. So if you get there quicker than me or, you know, yours have manifested or developed quicker than mine has, guess what I need to do? I'm thankful and I'm happy for you. Like, seriously happy. But also for me, guess what? I got some areas that I need to tweak because I'm probably not thinking the way that I should be thinking 100%. I'm probably not, um, you know, fasting and meditating. I'm probably not right off the top, first and foremost, praying to the most high. I'm not going into my secret place. I'm not going into my secret room. I'm not sitting and having Bible study and prayer. I need to tweak something because something ain't, I'm not doing it quite right. Right? That's all that it is. So when we're talking about this abundance mentality, okay, you need to keep that mentality, but you also need to be grateful. You need to be so grateful for what you already have. You may have a Toyota Tercel right now, but let's say you want, and I'm just throwing something out there that first thing, what's the first thing pops into my head? Um... Uh, a uh, uh, Volks, well, yeah, Volkswagens, the VWs, they, yeah, they, they look nice. They look, they look nice. You know, which whichever one you want, you can get the, the different SUVs. They got the new Jettas out, all those different types of things. So you're like, okay, but I, this is what I want. I want that. But be thankful for what you have now, and don't regret it. Don't feel, you know bummed about it or a little uh, I just I just do not like this car no don't be like that don't be like that because you're putting it out there and you're also saying to God I really don't appreciate the car that you blessed me with I want something else so much that I hate what I have That's not helpful. That's not beneficial to you. Be grateful. Everything that you have, your your place of residence, um, food that you're able to eat, you're not going without. You're able to eat several meals a day, right? You have a car or or um, scooter, a bus pa- bus pass. Well, I mean, if you got a bus pass, be thankful for that. Right? Because some just don't have it to be able to take the bus. So we have to be thankful for everything that we have. Don't ever take it for granted because there is someone out there that don't have what you have. And you think that what you have or you know that what you have is less. Or, you know, it could be less. Just be grateful. Be grateful for what you have. Smile. Be happy. Don't be a grumpy butt. 
Don't have your face frowning all the time. Don't be agitated and angry all the time. Smile. It takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Are people going to agitate you? Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> are your children going to agitate you? You doggone right. <laughs> Pull your hair out. Yes. Are your spouses going to do it? Are, you know, co-workers? Yes, it's going to happen. But put a smile on your face. And if it's really hard to put that smile on your face, just make sure that you got a, you know, a pleasant face. Just don't frown. <laughs> don't turn those corners down. You don't want to do that. Okay. You want to make sure that you're starting your days off right. That is so critical. Start your days off right. So get up. Let the first thing that you do be prayer. Thank the most high. Thank him for waking you up. Thank you for blessing him. Uh, thank him for blessing you rather to see another day, to be able to open your eyes. And not only did you open your eyes, but you're able to use your extremities, right? You can move your fingers. You can use your arms. You're able to walk. You have vision. You can see. Sit down and have a few minutes of prayer before you do anything, before you reach for that phone. Because some of us cannot live without the phones, right? You sleep with the phones right underneath your pillow. You're on the phone all night long, texting and talking and all this stuff back and forth, right? Take a few minutes. Put that phone to the side. It can wait while you talk to the Lord. These are some of the things that successful people do. Even those that are not Christians and don't worship the Most High, they still get up and have moments of prayer or um, they have moments of meditation, rather. Moments of meditation. They journal, do affirmations, read, right? Get up and do a little bit of exercise. And because that's how you're starting your day, you're getting the right endorphins getting started with your day. So that is how you start your day before you actually just hit the ground running. You know, we, we hear that all the time. Just hit the ground running. Let your feet hit the floor and go. No, stop. Because see, you can't, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get to the point where you're overwhelmed and you're frustrated and you're irritated. Take the time to properly start your day off mentally and emotionally and spiritually the right way. Don't hop straight out the bed and run to the bathroom. Right? Don't hop straight out of bed and go straight to pop on a pot of coffee or whatever. You know, do what you have to do. If you if you do that, that's fine. But still take a few minutes to get your mind right before you start taking on all the things from the outside world. You just came from hopefully a peaceful, restful night of slumber. Now, bring your mind current by starting off gradually. Get your prayer time in. Get your meditation in. Get your reading in. Get your affirmations in. What, what success looks like for you, right? And if you're wanting that financial abundant life, then 
you're going to have to follow some traits and some steps of other successful people of what do they do? How, how did they get to the point of where they are? What are some of the things that they did that I can do that I can incorporate so that I can, you know, accumulate the same things or I can manifest the same thing to happen into my life? Right. And just be sure not to. Um, some people get so caught up with the word manifest or manifestation and stuff like that. Um it still boils down to what God wants you to have, if that is for you, right? But just like the Bible tells us to write it down and make it plain, right? So if this is what you want, journal, write it down, be specific, make it plain and clear. But you're going to him, the most high and you're, you're asking him, God, if this is your will, this is what I'm asking for. This is what I'm praying for. This is what I'm requesting. Right? So you, you go to him first. So is everything in our hands? It still boils down to what he says but can you because when you start getting into you know bible verses and stuff like that all of this stuff comes comes to play and it comes straight just like that straight into fruition so if we're thinking negative thoughts we're going to get that back if we're thinking positive thoughts that is what is going to manifest in the physical realm that is what is just basically manifest develop manifest develop that is what's going to develop in the physical realm. When your vibrations are high and you're thinking you're not uh, if you're thinking positively and you're thinking, you know, abundantly and you're thinking resourcefully and you're thinking, you know, happily and energetically, that's what you're putting out there and you know, God uses that. He feels that. The universe feels that. And so that's what plays out, right? So moving on here, you know, starting your day off right, pers uh, prepare yourself for opportunities. Prepare. So what's that saying? Um, don't prepare to be ready. Be ready. So if you have a business that you're trying to get off the ground or see, I just use the word try, trying. You have a business that you are working to get off the ground. Don't wait until you have a, a customer that comes up and like, oh, I think I'm interested or whatever. Then you're like, okay, uh, let me see. Uh, I was waiting. Let's see. And I'm just picking up a piece of paper here, you know, to, to give you the idea, right? To paint the picture. So you're like, oh, uh, let me see. Well, I didn't. I didn't get this far, and this reading this over the contract or whatever it is, or uh, the back end of some of the stuff because I was just waiting until I got a customer. I was just waiting until somebody said they was interested. No, be ready beforehand. So when that person comes, or these customers come, or clientele come, or patients come, whatever it is, you are ready. 
You don't have to think about it. You don't have to take a few minutes to research. Oh, let me get this information. Because, you know, they asked me this and I want to be able to tell them. No, you already know. Be ready to be ready. It's just that plain and simple. Okay. You want to make the most of every opportunity. Make the most, right? So whether it's big or small. Go for yours. Make it happen. So if you get a certain opportunity, if you if you're able to, you know, secure a meeting with the right person that you need to get you to the next level or something like that, be ready to be ready. Know your stuff. Be prepared. Be ready to go. Don't half do nothing do not be a slacker because it doesn't get you anywhere and it doesn't get you far prepare prepare every single day so if you meet up with someone that could propel your business or that could further things for you and it doesn't quite transpire at that time that's okay Make a great impression on that person. Because with you doing your critical business activities every single day, guess what? They're going to show up. You're going to get that call. You're going to get that text message. You're going to get that email. And you're going to be like, what? Oh, my. Okay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They said they said that they couldn't do anything right now and blah 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 and I just got this message. That's how it happens. Just just straight up. That's how it happens. So make the most out of every opportunity. Build friendships along the way. Build those friendships. Don't be standoffish. Don't be you know, and I know that some of us have that, what you call it, the type A mentality, the type B mentality and all that stuff. And then when you start getting into the color personalities, what color are you? Do you have a red color personality? Do you have the yellow color personality? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all these different types of things. But even if you are a more reserved person, it doesn't matter. You have to step out of your comfort zone to be able to go after your goals and after your dreams to be able to attain them. So make friendships, not make them, build them along the way. Okay? Build the, the friendships and the relationships. Talk to people. Engage with people. Be warm. Be human. Don't be standoffish. Don't have your nose turned up looking at folks. Don't be looking at folks like they're crazy. No, don't do that. Right? You want to be relatable. And you want to come off as a warm and a caring person. Now, you don't want to, you know, come off as a pushover, of course. You're not going to let anybody run over you. You're going to come off as strong and confident. But you're going to build relationships. And that does require you talking to people. Okay, so make sure you keep that in mind. And also, you want to build upon what you've built. So 
you're building relationships, you are, you know, crafting your business one block at a time, one block at a time. You're weaving this, this quilt together. And so you start to have some success. You start to obtain clientele, right? So you continue to build on this business. You don't stop when you start to get a, a little breakthrough. No, you keep going. You keep investing into yourself. You keep investing back into your business. You keep investing into whatever it is that you are doing. Because you, if, we're, if we have a skimpy mindset, guess what? We're going to continue to manifest skimpy things. So if you need you know, this amount of money to get A, B, C, and D or whatever for the next thing, but you're really skimpy on it, uh, you know, I don't know. You make it happen. You cover your bills. You cover your living expenses, you cover, you know, food expenses, all that. But you do what you got to do to be able to continue to build upon your business. So if it requires you to not buy those shoes or buy their purse or not buy this new car or um, men with their with the uh, watches and the wallets or the suits and stuff like that, if you have to, you know, kind of take a step back and be very frugal, you have to do what you have to do. Continue to learn your, your business. Continue to learn whatever it is, schooling, whatever it is. Make sure that you're well-versed and you're continuously learning and stacking blocks on top of blocks on top of blocks. It's like that, that game. What is it? Um, sort of like uh, Jenga. You're constantly stacking on top, stacking on top, right? And... Once you build that Jenga, I mean, it is sturdy, right? But just like a business, boop, one little piece comes out from at the bottom and the whole thing can crash. That happens. But you have to be in the game. You have to be able to step up to play the game. If that is what you are trying to do. So, Going back to um, wanting to live an abundant life, what does it mean, how to make it happen, all those different types of things. In a spiritual context, okay, the notion of abundance or plenty is it's actually less about material conditions, you know, revolving around instead of, um, you know, wants basic needs there, if you will, that are met, you know, around an appreciation of life in its fullness, in its in its joy, in its strength of the mind, the body and the soul. This is the cultivation of respect for the creative energy of the universe. Okay. Now, I don't like to and and you definitely have to find what works for you. I, for the Christians out there that are listening, I holler you, encourage you, don't get so caught up in the universe, the universe, and the universe, and the universe is going to do this because who created the universe? 
<laughs> exactly. You already know. You already know. You know who created the universe. So no matter what, we cannot exclude him and we cannot go around him. We can't go over him. We can't go under him. We got to go directly to him. This is how things will develop for you. Okay? So get that relationship with him. Get your prayer time in. Get your... Um, thought process time in things of that sort you sit down and when you when you say you're going to clear your mind don't clear it just for any foolishness to come into your head don't clear it for any type of you know I don't I don't want to go off on a, another little avenue there I'm trying to stay in alignment here when you said that you're going to clear your mind and be open make sure that you're clearing your mind only from instructions and the word of God to come through you. What he says, what he says that you should do, that is what you want to clear your mind to be able to hear. Clear your mind to be able to hear the Father God speaking to you. Right? So don't fill it with unnecessary things. Don't just clear your mind and be like, oh, I'm just having a clear mind. I'm meditating with a clear mind and stuff like that. You don't want to be infiltrated by the wrong spirit. You don't want to, you don't want to be, you know, inhibited by the wrong thing. You're clearing your mind for him to come through to come through you. To tell you exactly what it is that he wants you to do or what he wants you to read, whatever the case may be. Okay, your relationship with Christ is your relationship. So develop it, nurture it, and further it. Okay, keep your mindset on lock. Don't let a million negative things come into your head and tell you that you're not good enough, that you are not pretty enough, that you're not talented enough, that you're not smart enough, that you're not strong enough. Don't let these thoughts come into your head because these are the things that are going to consume your mind, your mental space, your energy. They're going to be in your heart. You don't want that negativity. All those thoughts, when they pop into your head, that's not of God. So guess what? You want to kick it out. Don't let them pay rent in your head. Don't let those thoughts pay rent. And stay where they don't belong. It is time for an eviction. It is time for an eviction. It is time for you to live the life that you so deserve. All right. You hear me? You picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down. All right. So I am wrapping up here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I want to get to know you. So make sure you're reaching out to me on my social media platforms. Let's connect. Let's get to know each other. So guys, be blessed. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of your day. So in the meantime, between time, Keep those dials right here and talk to you on the next one. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant, Tawana Coleman. 
Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. So glorify God in your body. To learn more about fueling your body with optimum and nutritional superfoods, freeing your body of toxins and chemicals, achieving mental clarity, energy, and nutrients for the whole family to take. Remember, your body does not come with a warranty, so we must take care of it. You can find me on Facebook at Twana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Twana Coleman.